0: Hi, and welcome to NASIO Voices, where we talk all things state IT. I'm Amy Glasscock, recording from the woods just outside of Berea, Kentucky.
1: And I'm Matt Pincus here in Washington, DC. Today we're bringing you a podcast preview of our upcoming virtual 2020 NASIO annual conference.
0: We're talking with our first ever return guest, NASIO program and brand director, Emily Lane, who has been hard at work putting together our conference in what has certainly been an unusual year. Emily, thanks for joining us again on NASIO Voices.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: So we are coworkers and we live only about a mile and a half from each other, but I haven't actually seen you in person in over six months. So how's it going now for you working from home these days?
2: Well, there are certainly perks from working from home, and I am trying to focus on those,
0: but I certainly prefer going into an office.
2: I really miss the energy that comes with that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) me too. So the last time we had you on back in April, which was episode 14, we talked about a quick pivot to a virtual mid-year conference, and it ended up being a webcast series. So now that we're here in October, and obviously we have to have a virtual annual conference as well, tell us about that and how it will be different than what we did in the spring.
2: Yes. So as the name implied, Mid-Year was truly a series of webcasts. There weren't really a lot of components that tied those sessions together to feel like one big cohesive event, and that will be the case for the annual conference. So, everything will be driven out of the conference hub, which is a web and mobile app that's serving as essentially our virtual hotel lobby and ballroom. So, if you're not in the hub, you're essentially not at the conference because, again, everything originates from that point. So, attendees will be able to go there to find links to the live sessions. They'll find on-demand content there, information provided by our sponsors, the attendee roster, We'll also be able to connect with colleagues and share ideas there in a variety of ways um, and also engage with some games and contests and social media, since we like to do that at our NACIO events. Great.
1: Okay. So, Emily, last year's annual conference in Nashville, which was my first annual conference, was also NASIO's 50th anniversary. That seemed to dictate the, the theme of the conference. Is there like a, a prevalent or consistent theme to this year's annual conference?
2: There are daily themes this year, which is something we've not done before. So, those themes are leadership, CIO priorities and IT modernization, cybersecurity and privacy, and then innovation and the future of state technology. So, all of those are topics that are always important to CIOs and to the larger state IT community. But for this conference, we're really looking at the nuances of those topics through the lens of our current situation. So while they are not COVID-19 specific, that's certainly a layer in the conversation.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say very important topics, especially uh, today. So um, what do you envision a typical day for the, a, a conference attendee to look like?
2: Well, the NASIO team and the Programs Committee uh, recognize that participants will be joining the event um, in a lot of different situations. You know, some folks are back in the office. A lot of us are still working from home. Your kids may or may not be at home, depending on where you live. So knowing that situations can be just so unique for each person, we've designed the event to be very flexible and customizable. So there is an agenda every day, but if that doesn't work with your schedule, you won't miss out on any content because everything will be recorded and made available on demand in that conference hub and it will remain available throughout October. So with that said, there is an agenda though for each day, um, each one largely having the same format. We start the day with a live plenary session at 11 Eastern time, Um, then at noon Eastern time each day we will release four deep dive sessions on demand and those are subtopics that relate to the daily theme. For participants that are interested in engaging with their colleagues around one of those topics, there are discussions in the afternoon. Those do require pre-registration. Then on Monday and Tuesday, there are networking sessions in the late afternoon. Um, Thursday is the the one that doesn't quite follow the format. It does for most of the day, but then we've added a live discussion panel at four o'clock as our closing session and a networking event, a closing
0: toast uh, at 5 o'clock. So we have this different kind of structure with the virtual conference. Tell us about some of the sessions on the agenda. Well, as mentioned,
2: there are four deep dive sessions each day that are released on demand. Those explore subtopics of the daily theme. So for example, with IT modernization, those subtopics are um, cloud adoption, legacy modernization, broadband expansion, and digital services. So clearly those are topics that are very top of mind for state IT leaders. And the same goes for the sessions on the other daily themes. Uh, So there'll be 16 of those across the course of the conference. The live plenary sessions we have um, Tuesday through Thursday, those feature uh, national surveys or studies that NASIO conducts in partnership with another organization. So Tuesday will be the 2020 state CIO survey, which is in partnership with Grant Thornton and CompTIA. Uh, Wednesday is the release of the 2020 Deloitte NASIO cybersecurity study And then Thursday morning is a new survey for us that we're doing in partnership with EY on emerging technology governance. And Amy, I know you were heavily involved with that. So I I kind of feel like I'm preaching to the choir here. (laughs) But that new study uh, delves into kind of where the rubber meets the road for emerging technology. What are the trends? What are the challenges? Um, How do states really implement these successfully? Yeah. And then Thursday afternoon for our closing session, that one is um, going to be very exciting. They're all very exciting, but this is a, a new format for us. The session is what's on the horizon for state IT, and then perhaps more intriguing, what's not on the horizon. So we are borrowing a format from a card game called One Gotta Go, and if you're not familiar, there are four related items that are presented to the players or panelists in this case. And then
0: they debate which item got to go. Sounds like fun. And then you mentioned a a toast at the end. What is that? So from 5 to
2: 6 p.m. on Thursday, we will uh, just be wrapping up the conference. You know, this is a new one for us, new one for all the attendees. So to celebrate our successes, uh, we'll have a closing toast. As you all know, we're headquartered in Kentucky. So we toast with bourbon. We love our bourbon. And we're going to have a bourbon expert join us to walk the group through a bourbon tasting kind of 101 and do a cocktail demonstration. So if you're interested in tasting along in the conference hub, we have a shopping list for you. So you can uh, go buy those bourbons uh, in your local uh, stores and taste with us. If you're not a bourbon drinker or a drinker at all, though, come with whatever you want to toast with because it'll just be lots of fun.
0: Yeah, looking forward to that. I've already been digging through our cabinets to see
2: what we have already on the list. <laughs> yeah, um, you all you all probably have them all. You have an impressive
0: collection. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> um, so at NASIO conferences, we always have these really great keynote speakers. Will we be able to do that virtually? Yes.
2: Um, Monday morning, we have Dr. Aaron Anderson uh, with us to give a keynote on personal presence. So it's sort of what is this mix of Gravitas and confidence and charisma that we call presence. How is it tied to leadership and communication? How do we develop our skills to have the presence we want to have? And then how do we use that presence to build rapport with others, especially right now when we're all doing things virtually? So, Aaron is a really interesting person. He's a veteran, he was an Army explosive ordnance specialist. He's also an actor and a stage combat uh, fight director, and he holds simultaneous university positions in art, business and medicine, which wow. is a really intriguing mix.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and he says he uses all of that to give people uh, the tools they need to be comfortably effective in even the most uncomfortable situations. So that'll be one uh, to tune in for. Great. Well, wow.
1: sounds like a real renaissance man. Um, mm hmm. Well, Emily, I I don't want to inflate your ego a little bit, but I think uh, Amy and I, you know, completely agree that you are clearly an expert at putting all of our events together. And so one of the questions that we'd like to hear uh, is, has planning a virtual conference like this been easier or harder than planning an in-person conference?
2: That is very easy, much harder, much harder.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so talk to me about sort of like, what the biggest challenges have been from, from your perspective?
2: Yeah, well, there are a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that are just out of your control, which is sort of nerve wracking. While sessions can be logistically complex, um, it's really the auxiliary components uh, that I find most challenging. How do you virtually replicate the experience of being in this really positive, friendly an energetic environment, like we have at NASIO events. So I am kind of of the mindset that you can never replicate. I think there's just something special and unique about being in the same place with people and sharing an experience. Yeah. Um, with that said, though, designing a virtual event has been a very intriguing professional challenge, and I do think we have captured the essence of an NACIO event.
1: So that leads to my to my next question, which, um, you know, networking is obviously one of the most important things about being together in person uh, in normal conditions pre-COVID. Um, mm. And I know that replicating that experience virtually is certainly a challenge. And I know, you know, we're trying to capture the essence of that. <clears throat> but tell us about the networking opportunities, both in general and then for corporate members to engage directly with the state CIOs.
2: Yes. Um, Well, as mentioned, since we know that people are joining uh, from very different situations, we wanted networking opportunities to be really flexible as well. So there's multiple ways to engage and speak with your colleagues. In the conference hub, there are discussion walls and chat features throughout that will allow participants to engage with one another uh, very generally on any kind of topic or specific to session content. Then there are live networking events, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday for all participants. Monday will be a um, interesting one. We are using this One Gotta Go format again. It will be a drop-in networking event. So if you can't spend the full hour with us, just kind of pop in and out uh, as it fits with your schedule. That is going to be facilitated by Nelson Moe, Stu Davis, and Corky Allen. Uh, we know that large virtual networking events can just be kind of awkward. So, we're going to use that game as conversation starters. Uh, we think there'll be some heated debate, but the topics are very lighthearted. And, um, you know, an example would be which potato preparations got to go? French <laughs> fries, mashed potatoes, you know, uh, potatoes can do no wrong. So, I don't know how you pick which <laughs> one's got to go. Um, You know, then Tuesday, there is a women in technology leadership event. This is open to everyone, not just women. Uh, Pre-registration is required, however, because we're keeping those to a discussion friendly sized group. It will be very casual. We want people to just be able to check in with one another. But the conversations will also center around mentorship and career advancement, talent pipeline, and then the role everyone can play in making a diverse and inclusive state IT community. Then don't forget that we have the Closing Toast. That's a networking event as well. So get your bourbon or your drink of choice ready for that. And then specific to the opportunities for our corporate members, we are hosting state CIO roundtable chats as part of the extended annual conference programming. So the corporate members that register for the annual conference can select a roundtable to attend over the following two weeks after conference. So that's the last two weeks of October. Those chats feature two state CIOs sharing what's going on in their state uh, and what they'll be focusing on in the coming year. Each chat is limited to 15 corporate members. So there'll be a lot of time for discussion and Q&A and a lot of engagement. And those members will sign up for that during the registration process.
0: Uh, So, another aspect of our conference is that we always have a give-back partner. We choose a nonprofit in our conference city to highlight and encourage attendees to make donations to that group, and NASIO makes a donation as well. So, are we going to be able to do that this year? And if so, who will it be?
2: Yes, we are. This is always one of my uh, favorite kind of components to the conferences. So, the annual conference was scheduled to be in Minneapolis. The Programs Committee wanted to continue to support an organization in that area, and specifically one that aided the hospitality industry. Uh, The cancellation of events like ours is a really big hit to the local economy, uh, especially hotels and restaurants and bars. So Give Back Funds will support Minnesota Central Kitchen, which is a group that is bringing together restaurants, caterers, local farmers, and hunger-fighting programs to tackle hunger and service sector layoffs brought on by the pandemic. Uh, we talk a lot about innovation at NASIO, and this is a group that really exemplifies that. They are employing laid-off food service workers to prepare meals with donated food for hungry people in their community. They're using commercial kitchens that are largely silent right now. And then coordinating distribution sites through Second Harvest Heartland, which is um, one of the area's kind of large food banks. So if you want to learn more, go to our website and you can make a an donation. And I would be remiss if I didn't say a huge thank you to our give back sponsors. They are providing donations to Minnesota Central Kitchen, but they are also covering the processing fees for attendee donations. So thank you, Carasol, Fortinet. KPMG, NIC, and Tanium. And I'm sure Minnesota Central Kitchen and really the Twin Cities areas thanks you too.
1: That's that, awesome. That's great. Yeah. Uh, hey, Emily. I, so I remembered when we talked to you back in April before the mid-year conference, we asked you about what a future conferences look like in a post-COVID world. And so I just wanted to see, you know, six months later, if you had any additional thoughts on, you know, you know, what our conferences, what conferences in general uh, may look like uh, moving forward, presumably we'll be able to meet in person sometime soon, hopefully.
2: Yes, I think conferences in general will probably go to a hybrid model, just as some people are more comfortable traveling, but we might still need to keep groups somewhat small. Uh, So you would have, you know, some people in person and then bringing in people in a virtual way. I think for NACIO events, we, the staff, and our members just love being together in person. So while we'll certainly make accommodations as needed to keep everyone safe, and, you know, we've certainly learned some things through these virtual conferences that maybe we apply in different ways, but our ultimate goal is to get as close to pre COVID <laughs> as we can. You know, because just as we talk to everybody, it's they want to be together in person. It just isn't the same. Even though we're, you know, creating great content and providing ways for people to connect, they just want to be together.
1: So. Yeah. And hopefully next May for, for mid year, yes. we can all be together uh, at National Harbor. Um, yes. All right, so we can't let you escape a Nassia Voices interview without subjecting you to the lightning round, conference edition. I will be asking you three quick and fun conference-related questions. Emily, are you ready? I am. I like the enthusiasm. (laughs) Uh, First question, when was the last time you were on an airplane and where did you go?
2: Oh, I was very lucky. Uh, I went to Palm Springs this past February for Modernism Week.
1: So,
2: oh,
0: no,
1: not bad. Yeah. I'm just
0: jealous. I, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to go there in March for my birthday, <laughs> yeah. and then it was just right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So.
1: Hopefully next March.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: All right. Favorite break time snack at a Nacio conference?
2: Oh, I am normally prepping speakers for the next session and I miss our fabulous breaks, but really for me, anything with sugar and caffeine, a very healthy conference habit. So. <laughs>
1: well, there's a lot of that. Um, yeah. And then what is your favorite NASIO conference city?
2: Oh, they're all great, but I'll, I won't do that. They're all great and I can't pick one. I'll pick one and that was Austin. Because I actually hadn't been there, and I spent a couple extra days, and they keep it weird. It was a lot of fun.
1: It's a fun city, and coincidentally, the last place I traveled to before the pandemic. Mm. So uh, full circle. Would love to go back.
0: Yeah. For me, my last flight was last December to Disney World, so glad we checked that box before all of this happened. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, Emily, thank you again for taking the time to explain the virtual conference to us and our listeners. I know it's going to be great, and we really look forward to seeing you there virtually.
2: Thank you. And I will make one last plug. Registration does close October 9th, so make sure you are registered before that date. Yes. At noon,
0: right? Yes. Noon Eastern.
1: Either be square. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks, Emily.
0: Thank Thank you. you Thanks again for listening to NACIO Voices.
1: To learn more about our annual conference, our sponsors, and our give back partner, go to nascio.org. If you are a NACIO member and you haven't registered yet, please be sure to do so by noon Eastern on Friday, October 9th.
0: And if you are registered already, be sure to check out our conference hub online for all things annual conference 2020. Finally, we want to take a minute to acknowledge the sponsors of our deep dive sessions now. Our day one theme is leadership and our sponsors on that day are Pluralsight, NetApp, SAIC and CGI Technologies and Solutions Incorporated.
1: On day two, the deep dive theme is CIO priorities and IT modernization. And our sponsors are Workday, Boomi, Salesforce and Tyler Technologies.
0: On day three, we'll be exploring cybersecurity and privacy with sessions sponsored by FireEye, CrowdStrike, Egress, and SAP Public Services.
1: And finally, on day four, our theme will be innovation and the future of technology. And we want to thank our sponsors IBM, Valley Mail, Compuware Corporation, and Avaya Inc. Without all of our wonderful corporate member sponsors, NASIA wouldn't be able to put on our conferences or really do any of the things that we do to bring value to our membership.
0: So thank you not only to these Deep Dive sponsors, but to all of our 2020 annual conference sponsors. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.